Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The first time the phrase, May the Fourth Be With You, appeared in the world was in 1979, just a smidge less than two years after what's now known as Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, premiered. May 4th of 1979 was the day that Britain's first female prime minister was elected to that office, and the phrase appeared in a newspaper ad congratulating Margaret Thatcher on her historic victory. But that seems like a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Since then, there have been eight additional movies in the Skywalker saga alone, plus other films, a holiday special, animated and live-action television series, video games, books, and on and on. And now, May 4th is something of an international Star Wars holiday. May has traditionally been a month for Star Wars. The first six films in the Skywalker saga all debuted in May during their years of release. It's also the month that boasts the birthday of the creator himself, George Lucas, on May 14th. A compelling argument was made at one point by Star Wars fans that May 25th would be the best day for a Star Wars day, 
as it's the date that A New Hope was originally released in 1977. But that idea never quite gained traction. It was the internet and social media that eventually revived the May the 4th Be With You wordplay. In the 20-teens, fans across platforms began talking about May 4th as Star Wars Day and tagging posts as such. They used it as an excuse to watch the movies all over again, if you need such an excuse, and to talk about it under unified hashtags like May the 4th. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email back in 2016 with Amy Ratcliffe, a writer for StarWars.com and a correspondent for The Nerdist. She said that the best thing about this new holiday is that there's no set way to celebrate. Quote, I've seen fans throw special parties with themed food and cocktails for the occasion. I've seen fans gather at restaurants, bars, and comic book shops. I've seen fans head to Disney parks to celebrate with special events or by riding star tours. Since there are no official guidelines for the holiday, there's no wrong way to celebrate it. To that end, other organizations have gotten in on the festivities to support great causes. For instance, Rancho Obi-Wan, a Star Wars museum run by former Lucasfilm head of fan relations Steve Sansweet, has used this week to highlight a fundraiser for their education and preservation mission. And the U.S. Rebel Alliance, an organization created by fan activist Andrew Slack, has used the day to talk about the importance of mentors and teachers by way of Yoda. Using the hashtag TeachMeYouDid, They've tried to make the holiday an opportunity to honor the teachers of our lives. And, for many, Star Wars itself is that teacher. However people celebrate, it's good news for Disney and Lucasfilm, as it's essentially free publicity. Ratcliffe said, The holiday has gained traction in the media in the last five or so years, to the point where even people who don't know Star Wars, like my mom, will text me to say, May the Fourth be with you. Of course, the owners of Star Wars and their merchandising partners get in on the celebration as well. Sales on every type of Star Wars merchandise available abound on May 4th. And let's be honest, it wouldn't be a true American holiday without this feature. But however you decide to celebrate, one thing is certain. The 4th will be with you. Always. Today's episode is based on the article, Why Exactly is May 4th a Star Wars Holiday? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Brian Young. To hear more from Brian about Star Wars, check out his podcast, Full of Sith, also co-hosted by Holly Fry of Stuff You Missed in History Class. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, 
I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.